0: very early age (laughs) I'm sure my mom was there but I can't prove it I was a beautiful intelligent child (laughs) I was an intelligent child I was a child yeah (laughs) one out of three ain't bad yeah dude Long story, you heard it, most of you heard it before. But I was I was raised in a very harsh home. My father's father committed suicide, my grandpa committed suicide, my dad tried to commit suicide, I tried to commit suicide. I used to be a third generation suicidal that I know of, but now I'm a first generation Pentecostal. Somebody clap. (laughs) Woo! Tell (laughs) him, Poppy. Right. But I'm gonna tell you, um, my come to Jesus moment, when I finally realized I wasn't alone and somebody was watching over me. How many of you know that Jesus loves you? This I know for the Bible tells me so. What if you don't have a Bible? I didn't it. What if you never heard his songs or never been to his house? I didn't it. I I honestly believe, because of my personal experience, that Jesus gives everybody a chance personally ah! you hang your speakers but well, here let's go let's get out of here they hung his whole family bro that's harsh you're gonna keep that one aren't you i hope so where was i oh yeah i hate telling this story horrible abuse Other stuff. Um, mm, Read the books. It's all there. So anyway, I grew up a little strange. (laughs) Hard to believe, isn't it? And the psychiatrist said I was crazy. (laughs) I'm not crazy. Neither am I. Be quiet, man. I'm talking right now. Stop laughing at him. I surrender him. (laughs) (laughs) And... When I joined the Navy, I was very suicidal, very dangerous, very unsaved, and very mean. Never hated my abuser. I hated all the people who didn't help. And I'm sorry about that. I apologize for all of my hatred. I'm sorry. But a little baby boy and his two little sisters laying in the front yard, broken and bleeding, crying for help, and people too busy going to church. I remember that, and so I grew up a little hate, I'm very hateful, and I just hated people. Well, when you join the military, guess what it's full of, people. And I was in the military four years, and everybody in that military told me what to do. I never got to tell one person what to do. How does that even work? Well, brick time. So, I was in trouble all the time, Say, bad boy. I was a bad boy. And then one day I got hooked up with the special forces of the United States Navy, the Navy SEALs. Wonderful, awesome men. I never joined because I can't do this right. I can balance the ball on my nose, but I can't do the flippers. I'm just terrible. Stop laughing. So, I was what you call an accidental spy. Because I have no tattoos and I'm not beautiful or distinguishable, I would do special operations at times. And uh, cool, because I just love the attention and I had a death wish. And so, I'm in a country a foreign country during the Vietnam War, there were, um, the Russian people were trying to get nuclear submarines and bases 93 miles from home, Cuba and Panama and Jamaica even and other places. So it was a job of the special forces to keep an eye on them and not let them get that stuff close to home. Got it. So this is the story, the true story. Uh, This is my shark story, which is in my book. That's very beautiful, by the way. Sharla, I remembered. I'll tell you, my age, that's pretty good. So, to get into the waters in Cuba, surrounded by the, uh, their base and their people and their security and all that stuff. I did a, and I ran, into, I ran into a man who's been to this cliff and was in sort of like what I was doing, only he was a Cuban. <laughs> and I ran into him this weekend, this weekend, um, Pablo. And he said, I remember that cliff and I remember standing on that cliff and thinking only a complete crazy person would even try this dive. You couldn't jump it, and I'll tell you why. The water was too shallow. <laughs> So a 90-foot dive. First, I had to get through the minefield. And then, how did I go through a minefield like this? <laughs> had a death wish, bro. And I was a, I was a hateful, hurtful, hurt person. I was, I was hurt. And so I went through the minefield, and there was this beautiful, it's beautiful. The waters are pure because nobody swims there. It's Cuba. And it's at the, the Caribbean Ocean, beautiful. And so I'd pick up a rock, and I would drop it from 90 feet because the ocean's going in and the ocean's going out. If I jumped or dove when that water was on the beach, I would hit sand. That's the hardest thing I think I've ever done is dive headfirst onto an open beach with no water on it. And it wasn't that much water. It was a very, uh, because of the speed, I was able to do a very shallow dive. And only this guy, he, he knows this. I called it the Rock of Gibraltar. There was a huge rock right there. So not only did I have to dive 90 feet, come up real shallow, I had to turn away from that rock or get smashed. And that's how I infiltrated Russian waters in Cuba. And then, no weapons pair of swim trunks, goggles. I would swim miles in the ocean. I only swim underwater. Very seldom do I swim over. Swimming underwater miles and miles around this very dangerous corner to see if there was anything that shouldn't be there. Okay? So this particular day, I'm swimming along. I'm about 15 feet down. It's about my, my uh, swim level at the time. And I'm about 15 feet down in the prettiest water you've ever seen. Have you ever been to the Caribbean? And when the fish, like a million or a thousand fish, swim over top of you, the whole water turns into this moving color of the fishes it's through the sun, filtering through them. Unbelievable. So I'm swimming, holding my breath. And from the corner of my eyes, I see a squid, which I've never seen a six-foot-long squid before hope I never do again but dude that that squid was going the fastest he was he was going very fast and he was leaving a stink they they shoot ink to go faster and a 6 foot squid can shoot a lot of ink he was over there down on the shoreline and so I was very fascinated never seen one before so as he went out of my vision he was he was cooking and booking, bro. All of a sudden, I just got a whole body shiver. You know what I'm saying? 90 degree water, I'm, I'm freezing all of a sudden. And right there, everybody say right there, was the biggest shark I've ever seen. And he, we were eye, eyeball to eyeball. He was heading for the squid, which who he was running from, and he stopped to see if I was eatable eyeball to eyeball, about this far away. Now, they say there's stuff you cannot do underwater, but you can, (laughs) promise. (laughs) Trust me on that one. And dude, I don't know, I panicked. I was gonna, I don't know, do something. And this is when I heard everybody say the voice. This is when I knew I wasn't by myself. I heard a voice This as clear as you hear in mine. I'm sure it was in my head. I've had all these people ask me. I don't know. I heard a voice. And he simply said, do not move. I'm down with that. I <laughs> had Eye- eyeball with a shark. And if he's bigger than you, he's big enough to eat you. And he was bigger than me. I really don't want to talk about this this close to bedtime. <laughs> but this is what the Lord gave me. So here we are minutes minutes the CIA handler was up on a big tower with a big binocs and he told me I was down for minutes but I did not move I was so good and that shark mm, took my picture with his eyeball click more stuff you can't do underwater (laughs) he took my picture and so I want my mommy right but The voice said, do not move, so I did in it. Long time, minutes. That shark stared me down. And so, finally, everybody say finally. He slowly, because he can, he slowly turned away, go like this, and slowly went off. You could see him because the water is perfectly clear. So I get ready to expatriate the area, right? And right before I moved, he told me, I said, don't move. I said, do not move. So I kept frozen and you know what that shark did? He got out of ways. He turned a complete U-turn and faster than a barracuda. no nose to nose. I needed three diaper changes right there, buddy. (laughs) Now we're nose to nose, teeth to teeth, face to face. I am so glad that I didn't move. Aren't you? Aren't you glad I didn't move? Boy, I sure am. And so, uh, you know, long story short, finally the shark got tired of smelling the water. <laughs> That's not edible. <laughs> Save my life, bro. <laughs> you, you'll get it when you're 65. And then he left. I mean, when he left, he just left, okay? So four minutes, I'm down under the water about four minutes now, and I'm like, waiting. But the Lord wants you to use your own sense too. Boy, it just got heavy up in here, didn't it? You know, you know what's right from wrong. Brother Harris has been teaching us. You know what's right from wrong. Every once in a while, you're going to have to figure out and do it yourself. So I took one, I just moved a shoulder like this. No voice. Moved another shoulder. No voice. I got out of there, man. Hit the shore. And I felt different. It was like somebody's looking out for me. This was my come to Jesus moment. This was when I knew that Jesus was real. I didn't know his name yet. We used his name for a curse word my whole life in the U.S. Navy, and I'm sorry, but I knew somebody was watching over me, and life would never be the same. I quit doing really stupid stuff and just did half stupid stuff. I didn't dance to the minefields, I just walked to the minefields, <laughs> yeah. And so that was when I found out that Jesus saved lives. He saved my life. How many times has he saved your life? How many times have he saved your soul when something came up and you weren't sure? Pastor Joseph Farino taught me when I was a baby in Jesus, when in doubt, do without. It ain't worth it, man. If there's a question in your heart, baby, don't do it. Well, should I do this? asking that question you shouldn't it say shouldn't it I know right <laughs> I can't tell you how many times Jesus saved my life in that life but I'll never forget when I ran up to that altar and I lifted my hands and I just said forgive me Jesus of all my sins April 27 1975 April 26, 1975, the Lord sent a death angel to my bed because I was being hinky with my best friend who was trying to witness to me. And I threw him and his Bible up against the wall and told him I never wanted to see him again. That night I had a visit from the death angel. How do you know it was the death angel? Biggest sword ever. He was about six and a half, seven feet tall. uh, leaning on the biggest double-edged sword I ever saw. And I know swords. Amen. So I put him on pause. (laughs) I hit pause. And uh, he had taught me, Danny had taught me how to repent. And, buddy, I spent a long time, eyes closed hard, and I repented of everything I could think of I'd ever done wrong. If I did it wrong six times, I repented six times. I didn't know, I didn't have the instruction manual. I even repented of stuff that Danny did because I didn't want to go to hell for accessory. I've been to jail for accessory. So, I mean, I repented hard and it was just like the shark. I wasn't sure if I should open my eyes or not, but when I opened my eyes, the angel was gone and the peace. Ah, the peace of God and I never want to live another one second without it the peace of Jesus stand with me church I want the choir the, the, whoever sang that uh, altar song about the altar come on up, help me sing it and that my friends is the shark story and I want to thank the Lord why me? I've asked myself a million times, why me? Because he's God. And he makes his own choices. But I honestly believe he's spoken to other people. They just didn't listen. So I'm asking you, begging you. Oh, I've been saved for 48 years. I know. But he may be speaking to you again tonight. So we're going to listen to the voice of God. In Jesus' name. Sing it for me. front to the back, Norman on back, everybody come here, I want everybody to come here.
1: and if the Lord's dealing with you to pray with somebody, I want you to pray
0: with them right now, and I want you to know you're not alone, I didn't know him, but he knew me, I didn't love him, but he loved me, you don't have to know him, he knows you, everything about you, and he loves you. told him you were sorry, you were forgiven.